this is Heather. This is Ashley. <laughs> and Mitali. And this is Less, Less Banter. Banter. I'm laughing because I just saw a picture, you guys, of Ajali in a tap dance outfit. Oh, goodness. That made my night. She heard... Let me just describe this outfit. Okay, so the the top was a leotard. Half a piano. A half piano. It was Thank yellow. You. It was yellow. It was leotard. yellow. Yellow on one side and the piano, piano keys on the other side. Because when you're tap dancing... You have to have a piano involved. Oh, yeah. And it was just a... The song was probably just a piano playing also. Yes. It, just my tap shoes. Mm-hmm. It was a solo piece. Um, shout out to Studio 10 in San Jose, California. <laughs> um, that's where I got my uh, my beginnings of my tap career, as you can tell. I'm yep. huge now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I had a skirt on and my tap shoes and a cane. <laughs> and a cane because, yes, you have to... At some point when you're little and you tap dance, you have to tap with a cane. Uh, that picture was, I was 10 years old in that picture. And you guys, um, I wish we, one of these days we're going to set up a Facebook page because she was adorable. We, yeah, we are going to. We're going to set it, yeah. We're going to do that. saying that, we're going to set up one so you can see these photos that we described because mm-hmm. you only have this, this description of what we're saying most of the time, but we really want to show you what we're talking about. Yeah, and We'll but, do that during the off season. Right, <laughs> during the off season. Yeah, we're going to do a couple more episodes and then take a break for the holidays and we'll maybe do that during those holidays. During the off season. <laughs> during the off season. <laughs> we'll just send each other photos and post them online. Yeah. <laughs> I said off season because I'm thinking about baseball You're thinking still. about baseball still. So, um, so Matali is a Mets fan. Yes. Um, I'm a Braves fan. Mm-hmm. And Ajali is a Giants fan, so we and we all live in Los Angeles, which is Dodgerville. Um, Sadly, so it was an exciting series, though. Oh yes, it was. It was very exciting. Very close to the Dodgers winning the World Series, which this is would be awful. The most home runs I've seen in a series. <laughs> I think it, this was had you on the edge of your seat type baseball. Even if you despised both teams. You have it was to exciting. Say, you have to say this was exciting. You come yeah. back each time looking up the score and you can't believe what they're doing. Yeah. Or the, how many innings they go. Because exactly. it was like, like so many extended innings. But I guess the whole thing this season was about the pitchers were complaining that the ball was juiced. And See, that they I, told, had, I was telling you about no, that. I heard yeah, about it. They yeah. made adjustments on the ball. And so, and of course, Major League Baseball was like, no, no, we just changed the stitches. But, like, the. the um, teams on both sides. Okay, on but, both but sides. I'm yeah, confused. This was before I'm, the series. But also. I'm confused. Yeah. Why would you change stitches right before a series of baseball? Even if that's not even a thing, it, that could just be the excuse that they have. I don't know but if they. But why would you even do that? Well, I don't know if they changed it before the World Series. I think it was changed for the season. But why would they say that's the reason? I don't know. See, because even the pitchers were like. They were saying the the leather was dimpling. Like they yeah. said, the, they know the balls are different. Because I mean, you look what these you know. guys do. They know. Yeah, you they, know. They, they, it's, it's your all life. About. That's right. Yeah. So I don't know what went down with that, but all I know that was a crap ton of home runs, and I've never seen so many aside from the home run derby. Yes. <laughs> like uh, it just was crazy. I hey, that just I'll give it to their 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 batting coaches. They they're the ones who get the real prizes right there because they worked hard this season. That they did, um, and I feel like I guess they taught. Well, it was uh, John Smoltz. Okay, Joe Buck gets on my stinking nerves. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really nice to hear John Smoltz because he's a brave. Hello, shout out <laughs> Smoltzy. Um, 
at one point, Jeff and I were like, God, can Joe Buck just go away? Maybe Smolty can call the whole series. I think everyone so, has that opinion about think, Joe Buck. Oh. Buck. I loved they had A-Rod in there. Yeah. And had Keith Hernandez, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Big pop. Keith Hernandez, you guys. Keith Hernandez He's on Seinfeld. Oh my God, yes. I love Keith Hernandez He's the when best. he was on Seinfeld. That was so they have a, They have an Instagram account for Keith Hernandez and um, Gary and Ron who do who like call the Mets regular season games now. It's, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's just like a character on his own. And then to see him with like David Ortiz. But that's oh, good. God. That's fun. So, he has, so, so he's funny. having fun. It was so good. He, I feel like he's just having the best time. Oh, I love that. But you know, to David Ortiz is hilarious. I'll say this. I know that they were concerned. You know, game seven was in L.A. Mm-hmm. They were concerned about possible like craziness if the Dodgers lost. And there was, everything was cool. And I was so surprised. I have a coworker who actually lives close to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And that first game that they won, they had people riding. His his car was pushed. Oh, my Back gosh. and forth. There were fire set in various places around the stadium. Like, it was crazy. And they won. That yeah. was a cra- like, I'm like, I don't want to know what's going to happen if you lose. I know, right? And nothing happened. He said he had a helicopter the night that they lost that was going around the whole community and was saying, stay in your houses. Do not leave your house. Yeah. Stay there because... I think people were just kind of, honestly, they interviewed... I saw a couple of people interviewed at, right after the game. I think they were just kind of sucker punched. They all seemed kind of shocked because, I mean, the Dodgers had such a great oh, season. it was so sad. And the one guy, I thought he made a great statement. The one guy, they interviewed him. He said, you know... He said, I'm really upset. He said, but, you know, it's Houston, and for everything they've been through, I, I'm really happy for the city. And I thought that was really nice. And, and then like, you have another side of fans who oh. that I know who are completely devastated. Yeah. They are pissed, and whenever they hear about Houston, they always get so defensive of the fact that Houston has been going through things. I'm like, yeah. you can't knock that. No. They're just pissed. They're like, oh, stop talking about Houston and the floods. I'm like, it really happened. You <laughs> yeah. can't be mad that that happened to them. But that's <laughs> typical Dodger fans. That's yeah. why people don't root for the Dodgers is literally because their fans are so great. My mom, okay, has been to Dodger Stadium once in her life. And it was during the 2015 NLDS and the Mets and the Dodgers were playing and God bless the Mets won that series. But the particular game that we went to, they lost. That was the year the Mets were pretty darn they good. Were pretty good. Yeah. And the game we went to, the Dodgers won. And my mom was telling me, like, take your jersey off because she thought I was going to get beaten up. Yeah. Which yeah. makes no sense because your team won. Like, be happy about it. Why right. do you have to, like, come in my face? My mom was terrible. People my mom just hates want the to Dodgers start now. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now my mom hates the Dodgers because yeah. also in that game, a oh, mom yeah. and her son beat up two guys in the parking lot. Also, in the, in oh my God. the, the whole series, fans. one of your players got their leg oh, yeah. broken yeah. by Chase Utley. By Chase Utley. And now there's who, a Chase Utley rule about and sliding that late. Dave Roberts pulled up against the Astros, which I very clearly noticed. And I was like, that's the Chase Utley rule. That, and they said yeah. it, and the announcer said it too. They're like, that's funny that Chase Utley is getting a. They're trying to review his play when it's literally the rule that they've in place like, because, because of, him. of him. Yeah, yeah. I just They just leave a very bad taste in my mouth. Oh, the, definitely. I'm from the Bay Area, so I agree with everything. Any bad thing mm-hmm. about the Dodgers? <laughs> just, like, I'm like, yes. yes. I'm in the background like, yes, sister, yes. Like, I'm, I'm saying I'm agreeing with everything everybody else says. But I will give it to them. And I did say my tell, tell my coworkers, because, you know, every single person that works at my company they're are all Dodger, Dodger fans. fans. Yeah. And yeah. every day they walked in with their gear, and I was pissed off for about two weeks now. And now I'm finally coming out of my funk. But I did tell them, I was like, you know what? I will give it to you. Your team 
did get very far and I see how hard you guys are working and I see how dedicated your fans are. Yeah. And I said I said, other than that, you all suck. And then I, I just like, like moved on. Other than that, I hate you. <laughs> you no, know, I feel like it was a good year for them. Like I feel like the fans they yeah, like you said, like they're you know, just how they responded after that loss. I was proud. I was like, I, okay, thank so God. I don't know if this is like a changing time for them. I don't think it is because know. the majority reactions I saw were not what you are describing. Really? Yes. No. They okay. were all like, rather lose in Los Angeles than be from Houston. I was like, that's not... That's terrible. That's neither here nor there. It has nothing to do and, with the sport. And like the, make flood, any sense. the flood jokes and stuff. People were taking so personally the flood jokes. I'm like, it's okay. Your team, like, it's fine. It's I, fine. Oh my god! They obviously are going to show the classy people on TV. To be Why? Like, well, look, you know the Dodgers. That's true. Classy. That's true. But I, but I'm, I was happy with what that guy said. I was yeah. like, okay, because I mean, you know, I'm I mean, just glad that it was a great they stopped showing children on the TV because I felt like a real a hole because I'd see like sad kids on the TV and I'd be like, <laughs> switch teams. Your parents are idiots. <laughs> Because they looked so sad when they were losing, and they just like, sh- like quick shot of like a small child, like sitting there just like with a pouty no, face. Well, they have no idea. First off, why is that child at the World Series when they're not knowing what's going on? You just it, paid a thousand dollars for a ticket, sixteen hundred dollars for a ticket for a child, a child who just child is who won't throw up remember all the, all the food that they just ate in the car, and they're not remembering because they're too young. If they're old enough to know about it, then that's whatever. But like, no, small. It's a small child. If your two year old is there. Come on, man. That's just a, what? You couldn't find a babysitter for $50 and you wanted to pay $1,000? My favorite interview ever, I was watching KTLA and they had some people walking out after the loss. Like immediately, like the gates opened and the lady was there with like a microphone ready to talk to people. And these two men came up like just somber and they like big, huge guys. Mm -hmm. Somberly came over and she was like, oh, how are you guys doing? And oh, we can tell you're, you're sad. And they're just going back and forth and how they've been Dodger fans their whole lives and... They remember back in 88 when it happened, all this stuff. And I'm like, you were easily like two years old. Don't front. They were not that old. Right. And uh, she gets on to the money. She was like, so um, obviously you were able to get here. (laughs) You know, how how did you afford these tickets? And the conversation shifted. These men were like, oh, uh, all right, nice talking to you. Like, avoided the question. Yeah, what? avoided the question and was like, you know, really sad. I'm like, no, she asked again. She was like, how much did these tickets cost you? And he was like, we're we're definitely in the hole right now. We're definitely in the hole. Well, yeah. And then she goes, you paid you paid all this money for to, to watch them lose. And I was like, damn, this interview oh, God, was that savage. was cold. Well, yeah, because she, she wasn't getting it. what she like. But she didn't yeah. mean it. She, But the way it came out, she was like, oh, and yeah, and you paid all this money to watch this. And he was like, yeah, but it was worth it. And then kind of like left, but it was live. So like, it was just like an awkward conversation. Well, it sounds awkward. It was really awkward. One. It was really awkward, but it just made me laugh because it's just obviously watching the Dodgers lose. But two, seeing people so awkward about the amount of like $5,000 in the hole that they are in. Yeah. You're going to pay all that. How many, like how many credit cards did you have to go through so I you know. could afford to go just to watch them lose? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> they had a lot of fame. That's, that's <laughs> a, I mean, you know, it's not like it's a, you know, Super Bowl is a one game thing. This kind of thing. Yeah. It's like seven games potentially. Don't know what's gonna happen. And people you, that go to more than one, I'm like, you, okay. you drop two grand. I don't understand how people go to multiple. I'm like, ah. You drop two grand unless you got a connection somehow, and you're you're getting in there to watch them lose. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's, and I let's, was thinking, imagine if the Yankees were in the World Series, those tickets would have been like triple the price. 
Yes, that's true. Oh, um, classic. Nuts. But I'll even say, when the Yankees are the worst team, their tickets are expensive. I'm like, nobody even true. wants to watch. I know you. it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Give me a twenty eight dollar bench. Um, I'll say this. Uh, what I did enjoy was John Hamm wearing a Cardinals hat. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because he's John Hamm. Because that's his team. <laughs> but but that's just, just like me going there. I wear a Braves hat. It's like that. <laughs> I think it's the Marlins. Here guy who like goes to all these yeah. games and he's just, just like sitting front row it's like what are you doing here your team stinks why do you keep wearing a jersey that when they kept saying like celebrities are here today and it shot to john ham and i'm like what are he's you doing here he's like wearing a t-shirt and a cardinal cardinals and i'm like yes. that would be me too my friend bought me a ticket i'm like so i'm gonna roll up in all my giants stuff right yeah yeah <laughs> i thought that was so funny i'm like go john ham go i also like mila kunis and ashton kutcher with the flag running across I didn't see that, but they had their, um, but they did have their Dodger gear on. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. They, they made a, she was on like a talk show saying like, yeah, it's Halloween, but like, we're still going to go to the Dodger games. Yeah, they have like a little girl. I know. They have like little, well, they have two now, don't they? Do they have two? They have a girl and a boy. Yeah. I yeah. think so, yeah. Little kids, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that was so. That's me as a parent. Uh, honey, go like, trick-or-treating with yeah, grandma. I'm going to go with grandma. I'll go to the Dodgers game. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's why I should never have children. Well, uh, that's, it was a topic maybe for a later day. Um, Dark. So for never. <laughs> so let's, let's forget move, I said that. Let's move on from baseball. How about it? Um, I want real quick because uh, the audience they can't they can't see this, but I just wanted to comment. I like your Crocs. <laughs> um, when did they start getting fur inside so the Crocs? I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> They're light pink. They're um, light pink Crocs I'm, with fur on the side. And here's the thing: like I'm not a pink person um, at all. Um, I'm but so curious. these are a couple years old and they were given as a gift to me and they're one of the most, so here's the deal. They're Crocs, but they have like a f- fuzzy, furry. That's what I'm, I'm trying to get to. Yeah. They're like bedroom slippers. When did they start doing that? Cause I, I only know Crocs on like three year old children and at Trader Joe's. Beat the hell out of me. All I know <laughs> is the person gave them to, gave them to me as a gift. <laughs> And I was like, oh, thank you very much. And, then, and they're the, one of the most comfortable oh, God. shoes that I've ever had. I'm laughing because thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for thank you. Well, she was a very special person and she has since passed away. So like oh. I, um, I, I, to them. I adore her. Yeah. And they're, um, they're, they are really comfortable and I don't know where you get these things and I think she ordered them like I think I just didn't know they were fur in them I didn't and notice downstairs but then I just looked down right now yeah and also she's um I mean pink was her color so like she she bought them for me but pink yes. was her and she her obviously had a pair of her own so she knew it was comfy. she did I don't have any house slippers so okay, she this is, did well yeah I really well want, I like soft like plushy yeah just like the obnoxious well i highly recommend these <laughs> but i don't think i can, can find go, them i want See, like the, very soft. thing is it's okay for you to have it because you have hardwood floors our whole yeah. place is carpeted that's true you could just walk around barefoot and it, totally yeah fine. but i i want like the the super plushy ones where it feels like yeah. you're walking on pillows yeah because i have like weird feet issues like so i need like the like, like cushioning <laughs> like the shoes sophia vergara got yes when they went to disneyland exactly and thinking. she wore heels and 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 Jay told her, your feet are going to hurt. Sorry. Okay. Go back to what you were saying Modern before. Family. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, what was I saying? No, no. I just, I have pink Crocs on that are fuzzy. I don't know. I just was interested just because I had never seen that before. Yeah. They're, they're really super comfy. Um, and Fargo likes to put his ball in there. Like if I, ha- if I take him off and I'm on the couch. Because it's a. 
I don't know why. It probably houses the tennis ball very nicely. <laughs> so he drops it in there. It's a perfect place. Yeah, and then he just leaves it and he looks at it and then he goes and gets it again and whatever. You know, Fargo. Um, Fargo had, poor Fargo. Fargo oh. had six teeth pulled Ugh. like two weeks ago. Poor guy. He has no bottom teeth anymore. He's like a little old man. I'm too scared to ask you to look at it, so I'm just going to imagine. Well, I looked at it. It's not that it's not bad. jarring. It's not bad because he you still has really the... You can't notice. I can't Because the it. side teeth are still there. He still yeah. has you the big one. You didn't look at me in the face today. Yeah, so. he still has the big one, you know, vampire games? teeth. Um, but the little, all the little tiny teeth right there in the front are all gone. Yeah, I know. He's Which, just... we were talking about this earlier, but it's such a weird concept, and obviously Ajali has experienced this, but you just go somewhere and you just like at least with the humans you can communicate but like imagine you're a dog and you just go somewhere and then you wake up and you have no teeth yeah yeah like, <laughs> the adjustment period from that must be just like a trip devastated he he got there this morning we went for his follow-up this morning and he gets there and he doesn't like i don't know like he's so jacked in the mornings and he's so jacked up to like oh my god he's going somewhere I mean, he didn't going, realize he's going back to the place that that's gave right. Him pain. That's yeah. right. You know, if so, he has trust issues from here on out, I won't blame him. No. So we get there, and of course, he's all like pouncy, pouncy, pounce all around like crazy dog. And then we sit down, and he's like shaking, of course. <gasps> and, you know, we're like, oh no. But then, like, they all love him so much. And then they're, you know, who the, doesn't? The gal, I know, everybody loves him. The gal comes back, she's like, Fargo. And he's like, okay. And he like jumped <laughs> off from Jeff's lap, and he like went with her. Um, He's just so funny. But, like, and he loves that doctor. You know, other doctors, he tries to bite their face off, but he loves her. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. so. Because he, he knows better. <laughs> he's a smart, he's a smart dog. Can't mess with but him. But he likes her, and I think she also has a couple of Jack Russells, so, like, I think she she totally gets it. Like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she gets his vibe. He's crazy. But she complimented his jumping skills that he, even though she has Jack Russells, she said that he's a very high jumper. I'm like, yes, he is. Oh, he, he is yeah, a very he high jumper. He very. can lick my face. He's a very and high I'm jumper. And I'm 5'3". Mm-hmm. So, just telling you guys. Yeah, he's still, because he's eight, <laughs> but he's still a high jumper. Oh, you wouldn't be able to tell, guys. No. He's, he's got old man eyebrows, but other than that, he's, mm-hmm. he's doing all right. He's good. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's going to be gumming some food, but other than that. You know what? He's doing okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So what else what's, uh, what what's else is going on out there besides the World Series? What else is going on? Well, I'm excited for Justice League. Oh, I Justice really League. hope they don't ruin it. So. Mm. I'm trying to keep my expectations low because I know Zack Snyder had in, was involved. In I this think we production. should keep the. I think we should keep them low because I've heard some things, but um, but I'm excited still to see it just because there's a big batch of Amazons in it, and I'm uh-huh. thrilled about that. Yep. Me too. Ajali, I don't know if anyone of you. Anjali's like, what? What's happening here? You're like, I don't what? know much about Zack Snyder in the world. I'm just getting into the world of well, of anything like action stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't really like I, I haven't. I wasn't a person. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I wasn't a person back in the day that would. You are a person. Don't let anybody else tell <laughs> you, you otherwise. Heather. I've been telling my family I'm a person. They no, Zack Snyder, him. his his tone of his the movies that what he's what he's done with like the superhero stuff, his tone has been um, something that people just haven't really fallen in love with. Yeah. As far so as so that's why I have no basis for anything. So honestly, I'm gonna go in there just like a, like yeah, a baby well, infant, like yeah. my eyes going crazy. Speaking of going crazy, I saw Thor. Mind you, I've not seen <gasps> another Thor oh. movie 
I've never seen a Thor movie. I really want to see this one. I saw Ragnarok. Um, it was it was family members' uh, birthday on Sunday. Yeah. And I went to their birthday party, and in the birthday party, they all they went to El Capitan and got tickets to Thor. Wow. So we got to go. And I went to go see it, and they have all the costumes out there. It was really neat. But I have no idea what was going on, but it was hilarious. Thor is... I, it was super funny. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, there's always good... There's always actually really good humor in the Thor movies. And um, I love Kane Blanchett. So I was like, I really want to... She was fantastic. Well, that, I won't say anything else. That's all she, she does. That's all she does is good, good work. Um, she was very fantastic. Yeah, and her whole... The whole look of it. Oh, my God. I, I, I kind of... I want to see that. I I'd just, see it again. Yeah. Just because it was so hilarious. I was cracking up laughing because there's a lot of innuendos, yeah. too. Like, there's a lot of... That, like, go over... Oh, it'll easily go over a child's head. And all of the adults in the audience are yeah. just cracking up. Good. I love that kind of stuff. I This is my favorite time of year, just with all the... Um, I mean, that stuff comes out. The holiday fun movies come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's such a... For our industry, also, just all these really... This is the time of year with all the really cool films start coming mm-hmm. out. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I can't wait to see Three Billboards... Let's see, what is it? Three billboards outside of... Oh, shoot. What's the... Isn't it just three billboards? It's three billboards outside of something, and I can't remember. Looks what. super dark and super funny. It, yeah. Yes, this I know what you're and, talking about. Oh, yeah. man, Woody Harrelson. I can't wait for that Woody one. Woody Harrelson is amazing. I I've, freaking love him. I can't I wait for um, uh, Lady Bird, which I have not. Yes. And I, Tanya. Have you seen the trailer for I, Tanya? With uh, Margot Robbie? Yes. I did see the trailer. What about you, Ajali? I did see the trailer, um, and I don't know what I'm expecting to see from that. I I did see the trailer. They said it's a dark comedy, but I'm curious. I, Tanya, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be a dark comedy. I'm like, It's a Tanya Harding (laughs) thing, yeah. So, yeah, oh, no, it's... um, It seems like one of those... There's always, like, a few every, like, award season that are, like, kind of like the Oscar for the lead actor type movies and I feel like that's going to be one of them. That's going to be we should get a screener of that one because they say Margot Robbie's fantastic. Yeah. She plays Tanya Harding. Allison Janney plays her mother and they say she's amazing. She I mean, always uh, Janney mom. another yeah. one. She's always, always does amazing. Fantastic she's work. always a mom. <laughs> and of and uh, She is literally <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. They feel like yeah. <laughs> they feel like um oh gosh, they're just talking about all the oh like Lady Bird. They feel like this could be the year that maybe like Greta could get like a best but come director. On. Look at A24. They have been putting out every year, every season they've been putting out fantastic movies. So mm-hmm. they're and and they're not like a brand new company, but they're pretty fairly yeah. fairly new. Yeah. And like they are the ones who put out Room in 2015. Like And they, you know, um yes, and you know Get Out has got to um Oh, it's A24 also, sorry. Yeah. Get Out has got to they're they're kind of put they're having to put it back out there because they didn't expect that I don't think they expected it to do as well as it did it's and so win now so now they're like oh crap it's going to be a contender we need to put it back out there yeah because when so for people who are listening who aren't necessarily in the in the business so to speak they put movies out that are going to be what they who that they feel will be awards contenders like towards the end of the year because the awards are at the first of the year and so. If a movie comes out like the first of the year, it's generally forgotten, either about. not very good or like they don't think it's going to do very good. So they just kind of go ahead and just drop it out there. Um, and then you have your summer blockbusters just for fun stuff, you know, whatever. So now we have two movies like Get Out came out in February. Mm-hmm. And that and I heard an interview with Jordan Peele. He said that was on purpose. 
um, Black History Month, and mm-hmm. um, and then The Big Sick came out over the summer. Yeah, and so both of those, you know, both of those camps are now campaigning and putting those movies oh, out yeah, and again I've seen... in festivals and doing Q and A's again. Like they're making the rounds right now, like trying to. I've seen The Big Sick have ne- like another wind. Yeah, like of, a resurgence. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm seeing it on like TV. They still are playing. Well, not so much this. I don't. I think it might have changed. But, like, a couple weeks ago, I kept seeing commercials still for The Big Sick. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's still playing? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're putting they're putting stuff back out there, yeah. Um, and Get Out, also. Like, they're... You, well, know, you so, already know. Get Out's my favorite movie. Oh, I love Get Out. Today. God, I loved it. That um, was the best movie I've seen to date. And I, and I saw The Disaster Artist, which is not out yet, um, but we saw a screening of that. And What's that? The Disaster Artist is... Oh, man. Um... Okay, so have you ever heard of The Room? Oh, I know what you're talking about. James okay. Franco. James Franco. Oh, yeah, I saw the commercial for that. Sorry, so, I didn't. So The Room. I saw The Room. You saw The Room. You I went to a screening? It. Okay, so The Room is considered the worst movie ever made. Yeah. Um, I literally only want to see this movie because you and Jeff have been talking about it so much. Yeah, well, it's it's it's, it's become... Like the making of. Well, yeah, and it's become... It's gotten, like, a cult following. The, talking about The Room, not yeah, Disaster yeah. Artist, but, like, The Room has got has gained this cult following... People go and this like become an interactive thing, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, to where like they yell stuff at this. Did you do all that when no, you? No, I didn't. I watched it on the TV. Oh, you I saw. Okay, I so you didn't actually... go to an actual screen. So they yell things. They like throw things. They like there's like a script basically that you follow, right? And like Rocky Horror, and um, this movie was so bad. And then like he goes and does a Q and A, and it's like just really terrible. And like anyway, um, so the guy who made the movie with him like the main guy is tommy wiseau the guy who made his name's greg he was like the lead actor or or one of the actors in the movie the room he He wrote a book about the making of the room Mm -hmm. and so that's what the disaster artist is it's it's basically based on that book and and according to a friend of mine her husband read the book he says a really good book actually i'm like oh okay that's interesting to check that out. Well, yeah, um, because when you're making a movie, you never make it thinking like, oh, this is going to be the worst movie ever made. Oh, no. Sometimes you do, but like That's a lot true. of times you don't go with that intention. No. <laughs> well, no. So I would imagine that the book is good because it's had, honest. That's right. And he had a crap ton of like money that he threw into it. And so that nobody knows where it came from. And that's what's that's what's so funny. I want to see. Yeah, it makes that does make me want to see it. Yeah. So that's what's funny about the disaster artist. So you're seeing all this stuff. Like James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau, his brother plays Greg. His accent. <laughs> his he goes and so he's actually trying to be an actor. So like in the disaster artist, you see him going on an audition, and is it Casey Wilson? You know who's on SNL. Yeah, Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson. She plays the casting director, and she's like, I'm detecting an accent. You know her. She's like, I'm detecting an accent. He goes, uh, she goes, where are you from? Uh, New Orleans. She goes, no. It's more like <laughs> like Eastern European. He's like, New Orleans. And like He's telling people he's from New Orleans, and it's obviously not he's New obviously Orleans. obviously, right. no. So it's just really funny. Like, And then at the, um, it just makes you laugh. If you know about the room, it's just, yeah. it's just a funny and like everybody's in it, so it's like everybody in Hollywood wanted to come out and be in this movie just because it's just, just because of what it was. Yes. Yeah, like Seth Rogen's it. Like you'll you'll recognize everybody. Like the, there's no small part in this thing. Like there's like everybody's in it. Even when Seth Rogen goes to the bank to cash the check, the the teller you'll recognize the <laughs> teller. I mean, it's just funny. And so like Alison Brie is in it, and you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's great. And then at the end, they show side by side footage of. 
the room and then what they shot for the disaster artist and how close and they and they play them in sync so you hear the actors like saying their lines like that's amazing yeah it's it's pretty cool um and then you see then they show clips of tommy wiseau but (laughs) like he and they show the estimates of how much money he put into that movie and um yeah like it's 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 i think it's a fun one to see I, it's just fun. I'm going to see it. I thought James Franco was good. I thought he was good. I definitely want to watch that. So that's another one. I can't wait to see Lady Bird. Uh, and Mudbound. I'm going to see that Friday night as a screening. My friend saw so, that. She said it was good. Yeah. Supposed she to be, went to a screening also. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Um, so I enjoy this time of year, which is um, taking some, I guess, some wind out of the sails of all the we're not taking wind out of sails. That's a bad way of putting it. But like, it's taking. To, maybe it's like turning the, narrative. you know, the the narrative to something positive as opposed to all the sexual harassment stuff that's oh still still, still coming being, out. Every day is something new. Every day there is something new online. But it's so sad because it's not surprising. It's not surprising. Not and, at all surprising. But, but it's it's not surprising. I'm happy it's coming out. I feel like there's a shift happening. Um, we just have to jump on it and take advantage of it. I mean, there's people ready to jump on it. It's just a but matter it's, of... It's starting from the very bottom. It, For me, it's kind of like, okay, what do we need to do? Because some people are having debates online, like, fire everybody. Yeah. And then some people are saying, what, what is that going to do, firing right. everybody? Right. And I'm, I'm still in with... I know everybody hates the word diversity. Yeah. But um, when you actually have diversity... And you actually bring other people besides these big-headed men into power, mm-hmm. then maybe we, we we can avoid some of these situations. Yeah, and you're exactly right. And on that note, this morning, I was driving by Warner Brothers. It was about a little before eleven o'clock, so obviously there were people just arriving for work. Um, and I watched three very like basically three luxury cars, and we're talking like a Tesla. Um, you know, basically high end. We're talking like a Bentley. We're talking basically like the high end stuff that obviously these guys are like executives yes. there. Mm-hmm. Three old crusty white dudes, right? In those three vehicles, mm-hmm. one right after the other, and they're going into every in. production. They're going into ABC. Yeah. They're going to Disney. They're and going to NBC. You know, they're going to look, WB. I I enjoy some crusty white dudes. I, my father is a crusty old white dude. I had a crusty oh, old God. I had a crusty old white dude grandfather. Two of them, you know. Crusty. But I mean, the way but, you say crusty old white dude, you know. But let's so be honest. I mean, that's not. We're done you know, with crusty old I white would dudes. Not, I would not want three crusty old white dudes making decisions on you know like whatever this they're movie. They're the final decision after casting. They're the final ones that you need to yeah. talk to because they're the ones that are. They're, they're the ones giving the money. Yeah. So that's the, that's the problem. So I don't want... I want to see three cars roll in, and I want to see a woman driving a Porsche, you know, rolling in there. I want to see... Then then a crusty old white dude can go in there, too, if he wants to. But then I just want it to be, like, I you want know, mixed up. Mixed. I want a crusty yeah. old white woman. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I don't want a crusty old white uh, woman. At least we've Sorry. made progress. I mean, that would be progress. Uh, <laughs> that's just one. That's, like, stuff. so... But you know what I mean? Like, progress. Yeah, so... I feel like there's a shift happening, but I feel like we've just got to be, we've got to jump on it. Because I know I was discussing this with a friend the other day. AFI, um, they actually do a director's program for women. Um, I know someone that did that. You know someone who did it? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, and that's the uh, program that Patty Jenkins came out of, basically. But um, 
Yeah, and so of course they jumped all over her Kool Aid when Wonder Woman's blowing she up. She is a like, bastard all over their website. They're like, she is. They're like, Patty Jenkins has graduated from here, but they are still accepting. I feel like this is the time they should be casting a wider net on you know like accepting more women into their program because it's all women. It's all it's it's a women's directors program basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead and take some more. You know, like take more women. Um, but they're still like doing the same amount. So this is the time to take advantage of the shift, you know, like take advantage of it. I Um, think it's so interesting because I've been calling it like the Trump effect where that actually has been probably the only remotely positive thing that has come out of his existence, which is that, I mean, Hollywood is, it's not a secret. Hollywood is mostly liberal mm -hmm. um, voters. And I think we, people feel a responsibility for the way everybody rightfully went after Trump. And then when you have the same things being exposed in like our community, yeah, everybody wants to handle it the complete opposite way of which it was handled this whole year and last year. And Oh, absolutely. All of that. So I feel like people are now making the extra effort to go out and like when these rumors come out, I mean, I was so impressed with how quickly Netflix acted with the oh, whole space yeah. thing. I don't think we would have seen that if that was five, six years ago. No. I don't think that would have been oh, the no. case. No, it no, would have been, been like Bill O'Reilly, and we would have just yeah. paid off people, and then it would have disappeared. It would have been like, like Bill Cosby. I mean, we're still, waiting on, we're still waiting on Brian Singer to be exposed, but like he, he they, they squashed some stuff on him years ago and did a payout. I mean, so it, if, his, if something else happened like that with him right now, it'd be, yeah, I mean... Um, I, me too. I was I was like completely, and they were in production. Mm-hmm. They're in they production. Stopped production. They, they stopped, stopped production. production. It was the next day after this all came out. And, yeah. And I honestly, hey, do what they do to a lot of female characters out there that they need the male lead to still be in power. Kill them off somehow and just disappear. They were talking about that after. Just, just kill them off. Don't even say anything. Just the next episode, just be like, he died. Well, yeah. And, and are on. you guys um, caught up on I'm the, not no. caught up. I've watched the first three seasons. Okay. I don't want to ruin it then. I'm not going to watch based it. Based on where... Okay. Oh, I'm not going to... I, You're I, can't, not gonna I can't do it anymore now. Okay. Well, here's, here's <laughs> Too what... Too close to reality. Okay. So here's what I'll say. In that case, I'll talk about it. Yes. Because, um Because I think this... Spoiler alert for yes. anybody who's, watch, who's watching it currently. Just stop listening right Yeah. Now. Just don't <laughs> turn away and then come back. Because here's the deal. Um, she become, She comes into power. So she has she has the upper hand as of the very last episode. Like, And she's pushed him out. So that's where they left it. So did they so already have a premonition that. about this? Oh my god! Did they already know this? So was the whole out? season, the whole season, Ajali was yes. pointing that this was probably going to happen because because it, it. And what I loved about this past season was, you know how he always he has his side to the camera. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what they did was she started. It, you you got the feeling that she knew the camera was there. Do you know what I mean? Like this whole time. So she acknowledged it in a certain way. When and he talks to the camera and yeah. when he goes off in his tangent. So she says, yes, exactly. So she says something and then he looks at the camera like, did she hear that kind of thing? So basically is it, mm. this whole season was leading to, this whole season was leading to basically um, she comes into power and basically um, it, it it's one of those things where it ends with her kind of doing the looking at the camera like and she goes my turn like that and that's yes, how the, that's how it ended and I'm like son of a bitch so I, love, to be your I love when shows like so that I basically was on a that. plane I had downloaded 
those last three episodes and i was on a plane and, you were like, and i was I'm watching like, and i was like and it happened and i'm like <gasps> and i'm like looking around the whole plane did you see that you did you see that and like nobody's there to like high five me or anything no, and i'm just like oh my crazy. god so i actually really enjoyed this past season of house of cards and love when writers and he got pushed full out. circle like that I he got pushed that. out they put him in another house and he's trying to call her and she's not answering his phone calls and that's, and that's how well, the season that's perfect yeah. that's perfect yeah it's definitely perfect so i don't know what they were sh- i don't well, know because they already started production so they could be yeah. on episode five by now that's right I yeah don't, yeah we don't i don't know. know where they were when production but and i think well eight to ten emplo- people that worked on that show said that they had complained about spacey to yeah. netflix so i think that was an added God, that's thing a shame. Where they knew that's that so funny that's is I, rem- I remember being a teenager and and hearing my mom say rumors like that about kevin spacey i see i didn't even and, and obviously i knew he was people gay no people but, said things. yeah i knew that too but like no, I, I had no idea that he was one of those in the in the circle with brian's i had no idea and, and it's so funny really bothers me that i didn't yeah, hear that coming because you yeah. hear from about other people but I mean, God. But the thing that's so interesting about all of this happening is you realize, even if you're not, you don't feel like you're, like, super in the industry or you're, like, just starting out, people who are, like, completely detached from the industry have no idea. Like, like my mom, not my mom, but, like, other people were like, oh, my God, Harvey Weinstein. And I was like, no, like, we knew about I was like, I don't know exactly who told me or, like, how I found out, but this is a, a known thing. In the industry, like I was so surprised when Malia Obama was interning for the Weinstein Company. Yeah, that I remember being surprised then and being like, "Oh my god!" Oh, he would have had to been a, an idiot to do anything oh, to her. Oh, yeah, well, oh he would They didn't oh, even come on. in contact. Of course, no, no, <laughs> yeah, they, they probably kept them other. separated. But you know, and then Kevin Spacey, Jeez. like I knew he was gay. I feel like everyone knew that, but most people didn't know that. It's just like industry adjacent. Well, people. Well, the only reason that they knew that is because of the broad the the theater world. Yeah, uh, he used to pray back because he was he's huge on Broadway and mm-hmm. has been since the '90s and the early 2000s. And he they had said people have said in rumors, of course, not only is he gay, but he preys on the young oh, actors, terrible. young male actors on Broadway oh. in in New York and stuff. And I, my mom even said that's that, like, horrible. swear Joyce knew that. I don't know how she found out. Joyce about knows that. everything. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how everyone knew, but yeah. I remember my mom saying that. And and my first thing is, well, leave him alone if he. I didn't. I didn't hear about the harassment of little boys. I right, heard yeah. the well, he's gay, and you know he needs to come out and tell people. And I'm like, leave him alone. Yeah, that's let not... Kevin Spacey do whatever he wants. Yeah. But now that now we're thinking about it, when people were <sighs> saying leave Kevin Spacey alone, let him live his life, he doesn't need, need to be outed. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, mm, nah, he did. Yeah, well, he, everyone's <laughs> he so mad be because. Outed. At the end of his apology, he came out, and they were like, no, everybody knew, no, like. <laughs> You don't get. Yeah, I think Wanda well, Sykes their had the best. Is, his publicist was a genius. I mean, they're not together. Well, they're the not working together yeah, anymore. Yeah, they dropped him. But to come out with that, because they know how the media works, it's like a bunch of like it's essentially a brain dead, like news cycle that they just grab onto Say like the whatever the fight is. Same words over and over. Yeah. Over. They all all the headlines the next day were like Kevin Spacey is gay, and then it took like a day for the narrative to kind of go back to like, like way, 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 the way, harassment, way. and everyone yeah. was complaining about how. The media was handling it, and then it kind of went back to like, oh no. But everybody knew this. Because let's gay. not all pretend like we were shocked. Yeah, like, no. Don't, come Wanda on. Sykes was like, no, no, Kevin, you can't hide under the rainbow. Oh, yeah. every LGBT, yeah. Q plus, yeah. whatever came out online and was just like, no, we don't accept you. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we don't get club. to use our community as a shield. You're not in our club. Karen Esposito was like, uh, she was like, 
oh god what'd she say it was so it made me laugh she was like oh being gay doesn't mean you're a pedophile or like she she yeah. pretty much just Billy called Eichner said something just so, similar. just so we're clear you know doesn't mean you're a pedophile oh you man. don't get to use us in That's this way funny. like we don't claim you i was like yep nope oh god i, I can't believe these people that's just, it's disappointing. It's disappointing that there's so many of them doing all this crap. There's so many bad humans. It's disappointing, but it's also just so, like, liberating that these networks and these execs are um, seeing how awful this is. Yeah. And they are acknowledging that, and they're doing, putting in the right precautions. No one's putting in money to kind of keep these people. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that since Bill O'Reilly, like I said before. The, they're ready to fire these people. Yeah, they're cutting them loose. And, and I love seeing people getting dropped left and right. Right. I, I bet you in a second it's going to be hard for some of these people who've gotten accusations. Casey, what's, Affleck. Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck, both Afflecks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Both Affleck. And, and both, no, not joking. Ben Affleck just came out and said he's starting to examine his behavior. Good. Alec Baldwin did also. You know, um, Ex- like all these guys. So You know, but that's good. A I'm friend of mine who's it. a writer said that he's starting to examine how he writes... Um, women. women. Yeah. yeah. And he and he said, I mean, yeah. He said, it's just not something, you know, he goes, I've just never thought about it. He goes, but it's making me think about it more. I'm in a screenwriting group on Facebook and they made, they said a similar thing. They, some guy put on it as a joke, but it got a whole bunch of likes in, in comments because he was like, you know, in interior, you know, and how people write women characters. Becky, um, pretty, but like that same archetype. Pretty, but yeah. approachable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like feisty but beautiful right doesn't know her potential but beautiful like and it had all this whole like whole dialogue front page and people were like that's it that's all how women mm-hmm. are written by these yeah. men in the industry right and he the guy was just making a joke but he was saying like this is the the main type of women of, of of a woman that is written in hollywood right she's beautiful but she's feisty right she's beautiful but she doesn't know where she belongs that's why it's um if you guys get a chance to watch the I shared it on Facebook, but the Reese Witherspoon speech. Oh, which was um, amazing. Yeah. So it was from two years ago. Mm-hmm. But if you get a chance to watch it, watch it. Um, because she talks about how, look, we got to make things happen. And yeah. at the time, they hadn't made Big Little Lies yet. Cause they had just optioned it, I think, mm-hmm. which was so cool to kind of hear that now. To, to She's like, been working this hard this long. Yeah. No one, we, we didn't know that. So it's right. fantastic to see now. Right. Well, and I mean, she did, other, she did wild. She did a lot of her own work. She produced um, Gone Girl. So mm-hmm. she's been going out there and getting. She's going out the, and getting the it. The books and. And that's what her speech is about. Yeah. Wants. If you can go, like, go and watch the speech. Um, I think Glamour shared it. I can't remember where. Yeah, because I think it was at the Women in Film event was it okay i think um it was re- i thought it was great as far as like it's pretty um i mean it was pretty much a call to action two years ago and now look where we are like it was a really i think it's um i think that's why it's being shared a lot right now it's kind of like oh yeah um so go back and watch that which is cool um yeah like i feel like we've got even jessica chastain is like she I was is like jessica chastain I she was is just literally thinking about jessica chastain yeah she is she is speaking she is a freaking beast and i love her freaking love her that's from the actress there's a whole whole bunch of actresses who are are, are sophia bush yeah is so eloquent in her tweets and her in and writing in her in her videos that she's posted so she's really fantastic. Yes, yeah. Ava DuVernay, she's great. And I and I saw the um, Ashley Judd interview. Did you see the interview? I did. I watched that. Did too. you see what she said? 
Yeah. Okay. I, saw, I watched the whole end. They had the highlights online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, she said, you know, what would you say to him? Harvey, she's religious. She's about religious. Harvey Weinstein. She's very religious. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with that. No, no, uh, but most people, when they hear what she's saying, they're like... They don't quite get it. They yeah. don't get it. She basically is, you know, she would tell him that she knows he's sick and she hurting. She said, I love yeah, you. I love you, but, you know... You're sick. Yeah. And he is. I mean, he is. There's no other way to... He's not okay. He's not okay. But, I mean, we're not going to leave him in the same room but alone with someone yeah. at this point. You know but now I mean? does... But, it, to me, now it's making a kind of sense when you watch fantastic movies or t- fantastic tv shows and you wonder whatever happened to that girl mm-hmm. and then some of the women that i've literally said that about are coming out and they're saying that i was assaulted yeah. rose mcgowan where did she go yeah. it was kind of like she i watched her every day on charmed and she did one of the quentin tarantino movies or mm-hmm. not and adam rodriguez i think it was those movies and then disappeared yeah and a couple other people too and i'm like now it's making sense that's yeah. sick that's yeah disgusting well even if you see the movies that georgina chapman was in his wife that he produced they were all like the same like overtly sexual Mm -hmm. like she was naked like it's just so creepy now that you look back and you're like ew they weren't even together at that point yeah but like that's what he kept putting her in i guess is that how many times has he been married not i mean i don't know i feel like that might be his second or third I don't even possibly. I don't. Let me. Let, well, let me just clarify this. I, and he has I don't, a second because children. he has old. No, he has older children. He has like two older children. I'm pretty sure it's a, a boy and a girl. Yeah. And I think he also now has. He has little ones. Little ones, like five and six or something yeah. like that. And I'm just gonna be clear. I don't just if you've been married multiple times. I don't think you're a horrible person. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, men, for you, Trump. Exa- yes, men. That's what I'm. That's what I was just what I'm about to say. Men like Harvey Weinstein and Trump. It's a different kind of situation with their marriages. It's just not a, you know, Gross. yeah. It's just a newer, nasty, younger model. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just nasty. Model uh, meaning like a, a model like, like a, a model t- car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I know not what like, you meant. Not like a model. Not like a model, as in, hey, get off the runway, get into my bid. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that <laughs> note, guys. <laughs> Are you calling it? <laughs> <laughs> I think Anjali's calling it for the night. I think that was a fantastic joke to end on. Fantastic. Do you have any more things? To- I have nothing else to say. And I'm, uh, except that I'm going to um, now revel in my... Oh, no, we're going back to the... No, my, now, it- I'm honestly going home and I'm going to look up where I can get shoes like that. I just want the fuzzy. The... People can't see me, but I'm touching it. I just want that. Yeah, the I need fuzzy, like, fuzzy slipper. I don't need the whole. Croc. Well, look inside. It's I just fuzzy need inside. inside. See, what? it's fuzzy. It has a back in it. I know. See, I thought that was your sock. No, that's the backing. Oh, you don't even have socks. It keeps my no heel socks on. with your Crocs. No. I literally thought that was your sock. Guys, I mean, you can't see what's happening right now, but it's amazing. Wear socks with your Crocs, but I mean, socks with your Crocs, socks. You know, socks with your Crocs, socks. Socks on a fox. So yeah, socks with some locks. There you go. In a box. Well, this episode has been brought to you by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, so, yeah, we're, uh, we're out for the evening. And I think we're, we've got, like I said, a couple of episodes coming yeah, up. And yeah. then we're going to break for the holidays. And then we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. Sound good? It sounds good. Okay. Well, this is Heather. This is Ajali. And Matali. And this has been Less Banter. Less Banter.